Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show and welcome to episode 56 of Unmuted. Thank you guys for tuning in, whether you're watching live, watching the replay or listening to this on audio over on Spotify or on Jaime or Anchor. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Roxanne is in the house. She says, hello all. Joy, peace and love to all, especially Mr. Baby. Shout out to Roxanne. Thank you for all the love that you send uh, you send our way. Sahar is in the house. What is up, Sahar? She says, hey, Tribe Mudsar Jackson and Adnan. It's been a while. Hope all is great. Shout out to you. Uh, Sahar Judy is also in the house. Hey, Tribe. Back to work, but I wanted to to check on. Thank you, uh, Judy. Yeah, everyone's everyone's slowly coming back to work. It's amazing. I love it. We were uh, we were having a little chat before before we hit live. It's uh, it's hopeful times, I think. Uh, Wajia has also in the house. She says, "Hey everyone, hope everyone's doing well. What is up? Thank you guys all for uh, for tuning in. It's um it's been a crazy little while, like uh, like we've been saying, and um, I'm I'm super stoked uh, that things are picking up. Everyone's getting busy again. I I I love that uh, the energy that it's creating. It's uh, it's almost like there was a vacuum of positive energy that now everyone's kind of picking up again. Um, but I wanna I wanna take a second. You know how how it is. I want to thank the patrons." Uh, you guys make this show possible. It's uh, it's one of the the things that uh, that keep the show going three times a week, and hopefully uh, we could we could get some more and, and reach maybe a hundred episodes. We're on episode fifty six, so we got a we got a little a little ways uh, to go, but um, but I'm super happy. I'm uh, I'm excited about everything to come. Where like I said in previous episodes, we're moving. Uh, so maybe uh, in the future where uh, you know we do uh, Dubai based uh, guests. They can come we meet in person social distancing and and safe but maybe in person which would be cool but um yeah man and um i want to i want to shout out uh abu dhabi, abu dhabi karaoke crew uh sahara and Nala, uh, for for this hookup their uh, patrons their sponsors their longtime friends they've been around supporting everything uh from svengali to uh to the show from every all the all the stuff we've done so shout out to abu dhabi karaoke crew and make sure you hit them up their uh, their link is going to be in the description of the facebook uh, video uh check them out they're on instagram and facebook and if you're in abu dhabi or if, even if you're in dubai now when they start opening up the the border uh go check them out and go have have some fun they throw amazing parties but anyway let's get to episode 56 ladies and gentlemen my guest is multisad jackson is a a michael jackson tribute act and uh and one of the best so i'm very curious to uh to talk to him about about his journey uh getting getting into what he does and uh, as a michael jackson fan myself i'm i'm pretty excited about this i don't know i don't know how you guys feel but um what you says good ad karaoke crew or go ad karaoke crew um yeah man let's hit the intro Mother said welcome to the show Thank you very much, Adnan, and it's my pleasure to be with you. It's uh, wonderful to be around. Thank you for being here, man. It's been, um, <clears throat> it's it's been. Uh, I think I spoke to you about doing the show like two months ago. It's been a really long time. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's been a long time, but time flies. I exactly, it fly. It, it it's just this, it's like gone so quick in blink of an eye. Just two months ago, we spoke about it, and here we are. Here we are, man. And to kick things off, um, I'm going to I'm going to uh, start it the way I start all the podcasts. I say I gave you a little bit of an intro before that intro. 
Um, but in your own words, could you uh, introduce yourself to the tribe? Oh, uh, boy. Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you very much. Uh, I really appreciate that. And uh, my name is Madasar. Um, my stage name is, uh, my real name is actually Madasar Hassan Muhammad. And uh, my stage name is Madasar Jackson. That's just uh, to to initiate and to tell people actually Jackson is actually the platform where people would understand when it's Madasar and Jackson. It's this combination. So it's me as a shadow from a master's. That's what I do in, on stage. Um, I've been doing uh, as a tribute act professionally it's been 15 years but before that i've been doing it in my school in my college about almost two decades now um i'm here in this country over two decades almost uh, originally i'm from pakistan from lahore and um born i mean not born here but i've been raised here finished my study here i uh, love this country love this place love the the aura of this place as um, it has a lot of potential some like artists like me and um, um, I only do Michael Jackson sing, dance, and whatever the getup that you see now. Um, so that was that was going to be yeah. um, that was going to be my first uh, question: is uh, ha in your own words, what is uh, a tribute act? Uh, what what, what is uh, what is your performance uh, to you? Like, is it is it because um, you know there there are people that say impersonation, there are people that say uh stuff but you're you're a singer you're you're not uh, lip syncing right absolutely i i sing live and what what is the the tribute act uh title mean to you very good question at that and uh wonderful question i want to like give you five star on that um the <clears throat> several people around the world they the misuse the terminology called tribute act it's uh when you say tribute it doesn't mean that you would just look alike with someone or sing alike with someone it now tribute can be anything um you can be performing on somewhere uh taking the person's work in your own forms in your own originality that can be a tribute as well um but then then there's a next level so when you're you're acting at when you're actually say tribute that's no more impersonation that's no more copying that goes to another level it's like you're actually presenting someone's work in the most bestest justifies justified way and forms mm -hmm. that's tribute a lot um so several um several and actually a majority of michael jackson um lookalikes and single-like with all my due respect uh they they they're self-acclaimed saying tribute artist but that's that's a very injustice way of saying tribute mm -hmm. because there's they're lip singing they are not singing live they are not performing live they're not um they, they, they don't look even closer to michael i mean thanks to god alhamdulillah that uh, i have this i haven't done any surgery i haven't done not even zero point zero zero percent surgery or any sort of alteration to my body whether to face or or anything even the voice as well mm -hmm. it's all pure hard work tribute is in a simple way is to perform 
and to, to, to be able to give the best in the most justified way in manners, whether it's a stage or home and anywhere, uh, the most justified way that is most accepted, not just being as a lookalike or single-like or impersonation. Yeah. And that's what, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but no, I, do. I could I, be wrong too. I, I, I completely get it. I completely agree. And I think the difference is, like I was saying, is uh, the the performance af aspect. Um, having seen what you do is is the live singing and, and the, the dancing. And everything is is a performance uh, by person it's not it's not playback there's no there's no backing tracks there's no uh, gimmicks uh, involved so it's the uh, the the glasses and the hair and the hat and stuff only add to the performance but you could absolutely. do this you could do this with or without it is is i think the uh, the key absolutely. point absolutely absolutely so correct yes I, I i don't need to wear my hat and glasses and all that i mean that's uh that's taking uh, that's bringing back <clears throat> Michael in through my body that's like becoming his his best form of shadows but um, singing his songs is I always say that whenever I do especially Michael Jackson I do with firm determination with 100% output from my side even if it's a walking even if it's a way of speaking even if it's a way of presenting Michael and keeping his legacy alive I try to do as best as possible way as much as I can so yeah the, the the makeup they had it's just an add-on but to actually give a tribute uh, i can just do it through my vocals yeah however i i have backing tracks as well which actually supportive ways but i've uh, i performed several times with with live bands mm -hmm. um given to me the most um underrated song of michael but the most highest note of song of Michael, I performed with one of the band, and uh, I think back in two years ago when we had a tribute to the legend Lost at the um, at the, one of the hotel in Dubai. Mm -hmm. So we were performing with live at the band, all the songs given to me, uh, um, another part of the Beat It, Billie Jean, all the hit numbers and tracks of Michael. So not so coming back to the point, backing tracks are great, but I can go on a cappella as well. So yeah. So yeah. Let, let's take things. Let's take things uh, back. Like, what was what was it like the first time you heard Michael Jackson? What was what was uh, Mudassar at? What were you doing? Like, how how did how did it go from uh, from listening to to uh, Michael Jackson for the, for the first time to where you are now? Oh boy, <laughs> that was uh, long ago. Yeah, absolutely. I still remember that day, and the, that's. You remember the first time you heard it? Yeah, I remember. But you'd be shocked and surprised, man. You'd be shocked and surprised where I heard him, how I heard him, and how he impacted. Because I mean, in Western culture and pro probably in uh, Arabian Arabian countries, is probably be different. At that time, I was in Pakistan, and. Uh, <laughs> we were watching a movie um it was a pakistani movie and there was a scene where this this girl is just sitting in his in her room and she's just turned on the channel and the moment she turned on the channel and i saw that she was watching the motown 25 all time forever billy jean michael jackson was performing it was i think in 1985 
86, that's when I heard for the first time in my entire life, Michael Jackson. That was in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And he was performing. I was, I saw that on a, on a, on a video cassette, you know, the, remember the VCR? Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had, yeah, it no, no, I'm, me. I'm not that young. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we, in the old times, like in eighties and nineties, we had a VCR, so a video cassette, a video cassette recorder, and we had a VCP video cassette player. So we had this big long tape, like a videotape, like you had an audio tape before. So we had a, at that time, there was a video cassette player. Mm -hmm. So we, we rented that tape out and we played that. And that's where I heard Michael in 1985 playing, uh, doing Billie Jean in 85. Wow. Came to UAE in 1989. And and then I heard him on MTV, where Michael broke the record on MTV. That's where it started when MTV was the only channel to watch all the celebrities. Mm -hmm. And in 1989, precisely, that's where I, I heard and saw Michael Jackson on MTV, uh, Billie Jean, Beat It, um, uh, yeah, that was, the, and it impacted me. I started dancing on the street like a young kid. I started dancing and screaming and shouting, um, broke my lot of shoes, <laughs> um, uh, got scolded from my parents. My, fa my father was never in a favor in the very initial stage. He was never in a favor of Michael Jackson because it's like, because he didn't belong to a culture, he didn't belong to our, our region. So it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you trying to be someone else? And and I was like a lot of lot of ups and downs. And uh, my father would always scold me. But over the patches of time, then my father start, started to support me. So yeah, that's where it started. That's where the whole thunder and storm came. And I, I and then and I took it further down to my to my school here in in Dubai. And I did the first song, uh, I remember I did the first song was um, uh, Smooth Criminal. Mm -hmm. And everybody was blown up and a lot of my friends and fans, I didn't have fans at that time. And uh, I'm talking about back in 1993 or four, mm -hmm. when his bad album had already come. 92, his Dangerous album came, but before that, the bad album was there. So I started performing bad album, Man in the Mirror, bad, and bad was like all this, all the time in my mind. So that's where I started. So my first performance and the, the impact and everything started uh, from a school time, from a school life. And my first song that I performed was uh, Smooth Criminal. And that's how it started. And the rest is a history. But how, how do you find out? Like... I don't know if people believe this, guys. And Khalid Tamimi is in the in the chat. Don't don't talk about this. Don't say shit. But I used to also uh, dance <laughs> dance to Michael Jackson. I yeah. you know I tried to mimic the moves. Um, a few people have uh, have seen me uh, drunkenly do the moonwalk. But how do you go from like? Because everyone used to copy uh, or or try to uh, mimic his dance moves and his singing. Uh, uh, what what for you did you have to learn how to do it his way or did it come more naturally to you that you found it easier to like hit those marks and, and achieve the the kind of performance oh adonis uh when you when you find yourself understanding your body from deep inside as a dancer uh at that time i used to do more of dancing not more singing because I wanted to 
one by one, um, um, correct my steps first. I never thought of singing, honestly. <clears throat> never thought of singing. I always wanted to. I've done more of actually performance and dances on a backing track, which is like playing CD player or on a tape than actually singing. So coming back to your question, yeah. Uh, I want to say hello, uh, Khalid, <laughs> to him first, since he's there. I know he's an awesome dude. <laughs> so to everyone out there as well. Coming back to your question, yeah. So first was initially to correct the moves. Um, a lot of input, a lot of hard work, a lot of lots of lots of lots of pain and broken bones and sweat and blood into this. Just I won't say to perfect. It can never you can never be a perfect. It can never be um, on a stage where you say I'm perfect or it's best. No, it's never. It's always a process. So on the stage of processing to understand his moves and understand his the way he acts and what he wears and the way he moves. Uh, that was my first initial stage to, 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 to grasp that perfectly. Uh, not, I wouldn't say perfectly, but to, to a certain stage where I'm able to perform. Um, <clears throat> then came the part of singing. Started singing slowly, made a lot of mistakes. I still do. Um, and then probably I, I would say I'm still practicing my focal practice, probably uh, three hours or four hours every second day in the car or at home. And I know I'm never perfect. Uh, I, will, I will not be perfect. Even Michael said uh, he was always in the process of getting it done nicely. However, the, the vocal part came about, I would say, eight years or nine years ago where I merged myself into vocals to actually sing because the first thing is done, the moves were done. But you hadn't sang before that? I hadn't sang before that, but mm -hmm. I was um, <clears throat> doing more of a impersonation as mm -hmm. to say backing tracks more 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but then I came into the forms of singing um, obviously, it was a lot of amateurish singing at that time, 10 years before. Um, but people still accepted me because of the looks, because of the dancing. However, I, if I were doing, if I was doing, let's say, 10 songs, I would do at least two songs live singing. Most of them was Billie Jean, um, Beat It, or the Thriller album most of the time. Mm -hmm. So... And then slowly and steadily, it's a long story, 10 years, I, to just to summarize and to sum it up, that's where the singing started 10 years ago. And I thought like, if I can, if I'm able to do dance, God has gifted everyone something where we can go beyond our limitations. If you stay determined on something, the impossible comes possible. And that's where I stayed determined. I will stick to only one act only one person, only one artist, Michael Jackson. And then he inspired me. He inspired the whole world, the whole planet. Absolutely. So he inspired me spiritually so much. I started started taking vocal classes, going to the bands and listening to people, listening to, to anyone and everyone that would be doing Michael Jackson or singing Michael Jackson or acting Michael Jackson. 
And I still do till today. Even if a kid would sing Michael Jackson's song, I would listen to the person or any singer because there's always something to learn. Yeah. There's always something to rectify. So that's where the singing part came. Uh, and whatever it's now today, I'm able to deliver. I try, as, a, as I say again, I try. I'm nowhere as perfect, nowhere as the best. But I always try to give as much as best possible in the most acceptable way. People, where people, you know, they smile. My bottom line is to make people smile because their time is precious to me. If they're giving me attention or to any artist, mm -hmm. I think they should respect to those people, to those claps, uh, to, 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 to those appreciations, to those words, um, to those uh, the looks, attentions. Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely agree. So that's where it's singing part. Yeah. Uh, on on this show, we've we've talked to a lot of uh, different musicians, different artists, from graphic designers, uh, filmmakers, all that stuff. And I love the process of uh, not only just finding out what you want to do, but the first couple of steps of how you start to physically do it. So how, like you know, um, a young singer songwriter would probably put up a song online back in the day it was on myspace kind of stuff so how, yeah. how how does how does it go about trying to uh, not only market yourself but uh, go into the industry uh, as a as a tribute act what are some of the the hurdles and what how did you go about that wow that's a amazing question and i wish uh, really i i wish people started actually uh uh, to listen to your podcast because these are some of the very technical, very amazing questions. Thank uh, you, man. Uh, yeah, because uh, people forget to ask these questions. What are the hurdles and and what I what did I tackle? Amazing. So I'll get back to your question on this. Um, the because of because I'm because of the limitations of of the market, especially here. Um, in this beautiful country, it's a small country, and it's a—it's not artist country. Um, it's a country where people come, they do their daily job, make money, buy some property, and bye bye. We—we've uh, talked a lot about the struggles of artists in general, from like visas and uh, and just yeah. the, the the logistics of actually staying here as an artist, all the way to like copyright and uh, and releasing your music and and being able to distribute it and stuff like that. So that we Absolutely. have uh, we have a lot of coverage on on just how hard it is to to exist here as an artist. And there you go, there you go, your answer. And uh, I've been. On many occasions, I've been um, announced and pronounced as the as the Michael Jackson of UAE. Now, with this with this privilege, with this uh, with this privilege, with this honor, I'm still not able to I'm still not able to give what I wanted to give because um, top of the line, uh, with all the respect, this country is a Muslim is a is a Muslim country where uh, Michael is not as as appreciated whereas is appreciated across the other places which is europe usa and canada so i'm 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 coming and integrating to your question so the hurdles and struggles uh, first of all had always been for me is being from pakistan where people in a general common sense they would think um the, the pakistani people are you know they're probably the the, the third world where 
uh, they have the other set of mind, they're probably not talented and so on. And look at the people from different countries, from Palestine, from, uh, from Iraq, from Iran, from, from all the other countries, other Arab countries. Uh, a lot of my dancers are from, from Philistine, from many different places, Jordan and Syria, Libya. But that's how I've always been. I've always been a victimized of this thing first of that, uh, with no offense to any racism or color or anything. That's number one. Uh, number two, because of the limitations of the show here, because the, everybody wants to have uh, more of original tracks than tribute tracks. Whereas in USA, UK, and Canada, the tribute tracks are actually the most the most one that sold out. Because they can't, sometimes they can't afford to go to the real person or to the real artist. So if there's a tribute, if there's a tribute band there, in, let's say in Canada and in Montreal, people pay at least twenty dollars to thirty dollars for that, and they're just a great band playing Michael Jackson's or uh, James Brown songs or Whitney Houston songs or X Y Z. Do you think the the UAE favors uh, original music more than tribute? That's uh, one of the. Well, that's one of the um, problem. They 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 don't favor much of the tribute acts. Not only to me. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen anyone doing uh, Bruno Mars tribute yeah. or any other tribute act. So they are actually quite not in a favor of of having a tribute tracks or tribute artists or tribute performances i think it's, however now now spe however, speaking now, to you yeah I, th I think there might be this like weird gray area because uh, i've original music isn't uh, very sought out and the original artists feel like they don't get the chance and tribute artists don't feel like they get the chance i think it's this weird gray area of covers yep absolutely uh bingo you you said the right point um that's where they the the, however, the industry is now flourishing mm -hmm. slowly and steadily. Uh, as more as the clubs are coming, as more the, the 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 opportunities are coming, or the festivals are coming, or uh, the small things are coming, so they are actually choosing art local artists. Uh, I'm actually one of the best example. I perform at the um, at the Wow JBR um, for two days. I perform in front of the. 15, uh, 25,000 people uh, for Emirates Airlines. So they had me as well. So it depends purely on what occasion is that. But as to say, as to say from the government side, no, there is no support in that. There is totally no support in that. However, I mean, I'm not speaking against the government or anyone or any entity, but as an artist, sometimes we feel, or and many other artists, we feel that we are limited. Yeah. I mean, why would you call somebody from all the way from from Spain? I'll, uh, I was very disappointed. I'll tell you on this on this note. Uh, there's one friend of mine who's actually from Spain, and he's a Michael Jackson tribute artist. Um, I mean, with all due respect. Um, so when he sings, his pronunciation is. Um, technically speaking, his pronunciation is. 40%. Mm -hmm. he, he can't pronounce. So he's 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 limited by his pronunciation. So once you, if you're limited by pronunciation and you know you saw that the guy he can't pronounce, you are not alone 
it's not alone. It's not that. It's you see, you're not alone. So you bring the guy out from from Spain and get him the whole uh, gigantic show in front of the um, the Media City Amphitheater. And yeah. here I am, right here, living in Dubai. I mean, you guys know me already here. So that's where I felt really bad. That so you bring somebody else from outside doing the same thing, but not respecting the local artists over here, the DJs over here, the dancers over here, the 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 canvas drawers over here, the singers here. They're so amazing. You don't need to get people from outside. Yeah, they need to look into it. So. I have no idea what's the fundamental lines or what's the fundamental thoughts in this, but uh, overall, this country needs to think that a lot of great artists over here, like yourself, this is amazing job that you're doing. You should be actually in uh, probably in one of the radio channel or or, or video channel, or video joke, video or something. You see this? That's where I have no idea how to work it out. I've been here since a long time. We have the best drummer. Uh, Tamimi is the best drummer. Uh, He's okay. He could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guitarist. They could be playing with with the real artists coming at Formula One. So hire these people. They're great here, and they will be less. They'll be uh, less expensive because they stay here. You don't need to have a cost of traveling and this and that. So, so I think yeah. I think what it is is um, it's not it's not just the UAE, but this uh, in the Gulf in general and a little bit. Uh, the greater like Middle East area, I think we have this super strange import culture, where because we so, yeah. we we uh, our our TV shows, our music, and everything comes from abroad. Everything technically comes from abroad. Uh, we there's a, something that clicks in our head that's like, if it was uh, European or American, like oh, there's a, there's a there's a Swedish band coming to perform. It see it already kind of sounds like they have a leg up because they're imported. There's it's something that's that's not from here. We, we don't have this homegrown, um, or, or we we do to some degree, but not as much as we'd like. That homegrown uh, fan base, that homegrown uh, art scene uh, or, or music scene or any of that stuff. It's um, we always look to 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 the outside, and I I mean they even use it in posters, even in metal shows. You know like. Uh, Norwegian band coming and it's like well we have we have metal bands here you could just it's the same thing yeah, but that's a, that, the 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 import culture culture I think is uh, is one of the the things like you were saying uh, a tribute act that uh, isn't up to par uh, but is from Spain probably used in the marketing of it we're flying yeah. him in from Spain and that becomes yeah. part of the the marketing the marketing, absolutely not true. You're right, absolutely. But uh, here's the thing. <clears throat> I have performed for uh, one of the royal family's daughter from Dubai, uh, His Highness' daughter, uh, back in about 15 years ago. I was right there performing in front of her and for her 16th sweet birthday. So there, there was, the only thing is that they, why are we depending? If I were to have a band, I would just, get people from here the dancers are great over here the the the, the musicians are great here it's, it's it has so much potential and that's what i said i have no idea how what sort of a fundamental thoughts of are they that they are thinking of bringing somebody from outside where you have your own amazing talented people here uh <clears throat> if it's say 
bring, bringing some guy from Spain, but then do your research properly. You got to do your research. Are you just sitting down and just blind off and not thinking that there are so many other great artists over here? Are you, I mean, it's just a click of a button. You can search, you know, the best band, the, the best RJ, the best podcast, the best singer, the best bass player. You will have thousands of people here. So, yeah, as you said, it's a set mind of importing, thinking that the best product, but sometimes it's not the best product. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, exactly, exactly what you're saying. And just just because it's it's foreign or it's uh, it's from a place that might have had um, you know more of a scene and stuff, it, it's uh, immediately assumed as better. But 99% of the time, you could find exactly the same kind of artist here. And the same Absolutely. thing happens with with uh, with even film and stuff. Like I've been on shoots where, you know, directors have been flown in from Germany and the editor has been flown in from whatever. And and you look around, you're like, we have those people here. You can just use them. But yeah, it's I, uh, it's one of those. It's a very sad thing. It's a, it's a very sad thing. And I wish if uh, I wish if the I can reach out to I don't know who somewhere someone in the government, someone into into those who looks at the entertainment of the country that please look at over here you have the when uh when georgia romani came to dubai about 10 years ago and it's a dubai is a is a mini new york well you have a lot of like those mini rappers those everything so so if, you, if you're if you're announcing as a mini new york then you have everything actually like new yorkers you got everything you got best rappers uh, uh trap music players trap um, uh, music artists as well the best rappers also in arabic yeah, in yeah absolutely. english yeah so you have so many um great artists over here and i wish if could they can listen to my voice you know they you know guys like please look at over here this country is blessed not only with not only with the the with other things apart from that but this country is blessed with artists like yourself myself and many other people start looking into it yeah absolutely luckily uh, i've i've had conversations with people on the show that are that are wor tirelessly working uh, at uh, creating a better environment for artists uh, in the uae um they're working on uh, on things like you know the artist visa stuff or uh, copyrights or how how to to get your distribution out there and um uh, shout out to uh, to Swerte from the recipe and uh, Eliam Sawar and um, uh, uh, who else is on there? Milton. There's a, there's a bunch of people that are that are just um, you know working working hard to add this. And my personal uh, kind of uh, fight for for uh, stuff that is local is kind of, is doing stuff like this, like this podcast, where we get That's to have amazing. conversations with the local scene, with people from abroad, and talk about how we can benefit and and support each other and stuff like that. You know, it's uh, because I think I feel like one of the main things that was missing in uh, in the UAE uh, art scene in general, be it music or film or whatever, it's it's conversations. People conversations. Pe people Bingo, don't really have you. conversations. Yes, thank you. You need to. We need to communicate. We need to have. We need to build. We need to build a bond between all the artists. Every artist, the, the dancers, the singer, the the guitarist, when they're on the stage, I know for sure they're giving the best of the best. Sometimes they go through injuries. Sometimes they, 
they might be having issues at home, you know, and they forget those issues. They leave it behind and they they go on the stage to make people happy, even if it's a backup dancer. I mean, even that for me is equally uh, equally valuable as if the if there's other artists as well. Yeah. Because we all we're all amazing. God has given us a gift to everyone so amazingly. So uh, we need to create a bond between every artist. I think we need to, sometimes I'd say, we need to have sort of, I don't know, uh, a committee of artists where maybe once in a month, we bring everyone on the stage, uh, everyone on the in the meeting room, talk to each other, share ideas, and you know, probably something like that. And what you're doing now, it's actually a uh, st step next, and that's next level. And really, I pray, and I hope that this goes and expands to next next to next level internationally Thank and you. uh so you're great you're doing great and amazing and awesome work man thank you and dude. this is what was missing so hats off to you as well for this all effort that you're putting in thank you man thank you yeah it's it's uh, it's been it's been it's been a journey with uh, with the show but um just having uh, spoken to your episode 56 having spoken to you know, 55, actually one of them was my wife. So 54 <laughs> episodes, uh, speaking, speaking to different artists and stuff. It's, um, you really get to see, uh, a massive, uh, spectrum of, of different backgrounds and different, you know, uh, forums and stuff like that. And, um, but, uh, one of the, there's a lot of common threads that you, you hear from artists like, you know, uh, the, the kind of, um, space they have in the UAE versus, uh, how how they get treated the import culture and all that stuff and um it's interesting it's interesting to see and like like i said you know vocalizing it i think is the first step because when when we start talking about it then uh, maybe someone in the comments maybe someone listening to this after uh, has felt the same way hits you up and we start we start talking about it elsewhere and seeing how we can fix it you know and and things like that have happened uh, from this podcast which i'm i'm super proud of wow that's a that's an amazing thing it's oh. uh <clears throat> sorry yeah no go for it oh no i just wanted to uh, i just wanted to highlight on this thing that we as i said earlier again that everyone is has a responsibility or whether you have when you're an artist you have a responsibility to to to, to fulfill it with the all pure dedication leave your ego if you're the best you can never be the best there's nobody best the only best one is god and that's that's it that's period we are all a just family of God. We need we need to bond together. We need to leave our ego aside. We need to understand uh, that this world is not going to last long forever. Nothing lasts long forever. No art, no beauty, no power, no money lasts long forever. So love is the most greatest power if we can live in peace and harmony and unity. And as artists... Uh, like me myself we're literally to the next level of sensitivity so we're sort of like sensitive to what's been said i mean it's very easy for some people some people to say boo and all that um all the other very unacceptable words but they don't feel that it actually hurts so yeah. they need to understand every artist you whoever the guitar player the the light man the janitor, everyone is an artist in their own form. Even if it's a guy who's cleaning the carpet, he's an artist. I can't do that. He can do that. He's, he's, he's best at that. So I believe in my ways that he's an artist because the way he's doing it, cleaning it, is amazing. 
So we all are artists in our ways. We need to respect and love and understand each other. And that's the only way the world will actually flourish. It will, it will have a lot of peace because we artists are like we are the motivational uh, idol for someone else who is watching us. To give an example, like I'm blessed to have many fans and many friends and now after, after 20 years time. So there comes many fans of mine asking me different questions. So you're from Pakistan and how is it? But Pakistan is in not a good country. Sometimes they consider as a, I don't want to say that T word, we're part of that. But no, we're not. Mm -hmm. Nobody's that. You're so wrong. I mean, we're we're all human beings. We're here to love each other. Just because of some, just because of one fish is ugly or yeah. dirty, doesn't mean the whole pound or the whole thing is ugly. No. Look at you. Have to know each other. That's what you're doing. Is getting to letting know the world, the different artists and their feelings, and that's. I think that's the right way let the artist speak to in a different way not just music not just performances yeah 100%. So, generalization has been part of uh, part of our region in general for for such a long time that uh, that it, it, even even just as people not even as artists like it 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 always uh, has been a part of uh, for as long as i've lived at least and um I play in a metal band, so I know exactly what generalizing uh, looks like. They're just like, the, these guys are a bunch of, you know, scumbag Satanists or whatever yeah. the hell people think about yeah. metal musicians. Um, but let's uh, let's jump into the comments. These guys are, are uh, sure. they're racking up in the comments here. Okay. Uh, Sahad is saying, I totally agree. Madhusad has the MJ passion, love, vocals, looks, and puts all the effort to portray MJ in the best way and continue the legacy. Thank you, Sahad, for that comment. And I Thank agree. I think, I think so continuing much. the, uh, you know, keeping keeping that catalog alive is is one of the most important things. Uh, Joanne says, um, uh, Mod is so talented. His voice uh, is the closest to Michael Jackson. He puts in so much effort and is so passionate. I love you, my sweetheart. From Joanne right there. <laughs> yeah, I love you too. Uh, that's that's my fiance. That's uh, well, that's to be my wife. So I can say anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But she's a big fan of Michael Jackson, by the way. Just, just I, I mean, I, it would be surprising if uh, if the woman you were engaged to is like, I, I don't like Michael Jackson that much. Khaled <laughs> 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 Tamimi says, uh, the first cassette I ever bought was Thriller. I listened to it religiously. I remember when I first uh, came to Abu Dhabi, every time I'd go to Carrefour and Marina Mall, they had the Motown 25 concert and more MJ music videos. So my folks knew where to find me when they were done with their shopping <laughs> that's actually interesting well, i want to i want to know everyone's um everyone's first michael jackson song i mean maybe not the first one you've ever heard but the first one that like kicked your ass basically let me know uh, in the comments um sahar wants to see me moonwalk that's not gonna happen <laughs> oh i'm a, I'm a rest sahar not now <laughs> please <laughs> apologize but uh, Roxanne oh. says, uh, no, she, she wants to see me do it. She says, Adnan oh, has to show us. That's not going to happen. Not with <laughs> oh, you, yeah. not with you on the call. That's for sure. Well, that'd be great, actually. <laughs> I mean, well, right now you're, you're in the call. It, so it'll look like yeah. a ball rolling backwards. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> uh, Roxanne yeah. says, uh, we need a dance off. Go, go, go. 
Uh, she also adds, the UAE is so creative and artistic. I'm very surprised music is not promoted and honored. Yeah, Roxanne, um, it's very different. Uh, it's very different to the US. I think the US, uh, you guys have uh, have a have a lot more uh, local, like yes. local regional stuff. You guys, uh, yes. you know, the East Coast, the West Coast, they they like you build a fan base uh, in your city and stuff. I don't think we have that here, um, not to that degree, anyway. Not to that degree, absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, Tamim is saying, uh, I don't think a Bruno Mars tribute act would serve any pers purpose. Uh, personally, I've always felt a sense of nostalgia when I go to see a tribute act like Pink Floyd, MJ, Queen, uh, or Freddie Mercury more than Queen. He says, um, "That's interesting. I, I like that. Do you yeah. think? Do you uh, think yeah. um, in in like uh, a tribute uh, it, for a current artist isn't as impactful, or you know what I mean? Like not current, but someone someone that's currently releasing music as well." Uh, it can be, it can be, uh, it's, it's, it's not bad to have, look, tributes are always, um, how would I say, they're, they're always keeping the artist alive mm -hmm. somewhere, probably, if, they, if somebody couldn't see Bruno Mars on the larger scale, if, if they couldn't see that, that artist, so, but they can see, they can hear someone as close as best possible, close to Bruno, Bruno Mars. I would actually go, yeah. Unless if I'm, I am a fan of Bruno Mars. So, the, uh, tribute artists they play a really, really major role. That's on the professional level. People need to understand that tribute artists are not just to show off. As as I'm talking about myself, I'm not just to show off and say, you know, look at me, I can do that. No, it's look at me. I'm here to revive the memory as a shadow of the master in the most best uh, experience that you didn't have it. Yeah. Many times I have been I've been given comments, especially when I was performing at the Riverland in Dubai Parks and Resorts in 2017. Uh, there came a family. Uh, so the guy, so the woman came to me and she hugged me and she started crying because I was performing. I performed my last song was Man in the Mirror. I mm -hmm. gave up. I gave everything I could, my energy, my power, my, uh, my musically speaking and, and dancing wise, singing wise. I did live uh, Man in the Mirror. And it goes, you know, until the end, it goes like Man in the Mirror, you know, and, and so on. So I finished that, I came out and so the woman came to me, an elderly woman, about I think she was about sixty-five or seventy, from India. She hugged me and she cried, and I could see tears in her eyes. And she said, "Thank you. I didn't go to Michael Jackson's show and his concert, and you fulfilled my dream." Yeah. And I literally, actually, really cried. I had tears, and hugged her, and that was the best Grammy for me, other than any awards I've ever got. That was the best award. And people were really actually, they came for experience. So tribute artists, they are sort of like um, a shadow experience of the original artist. So it's not bad to have, I would say even Takashi 69 or Nicki Minaj or be any, any artist. It's good to have a tribute act because they are the ones who are keeping the real artists alive in many other forms in many other places yeah i agree so I, I i agree except for those two please please no one make a tribute act for, for <laughs> takashi 69 i'm kidding 
but but I, I i i do i do not like that music um <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just saying it like i know i know what you mean i know what you mean but i just i make fun of them so much that the new music i just don't get it man, i feel so yeah, old I, I don't know man <laughs> i that's is that a music is i don't know i don't when when is the the triplet rap the like mumble rap or whatever it's called first mumble came rap. out i was like yo this must be this is like the worst thing and I, i'm a rap fan i was like this this is the worst thing i've ever heard and then the new stuff came out and i was like what the fuck is this shit this is horrible yeah but um, um it's, it's the world is changing i think people uh unfortunately um the, the the metal bands which metal bands by the way do you play or like or love do i what do which metal band you play or like and love to play um i mean hate breed uh i do a lot of like uh i i, I think this vengali kind of sounds a little new metal-y metalcore corn kill switch engage those kind of uh those okay. kind of bands does those does those bands has anything to do with pornography or showing butts and asses no 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 the are only you, the like, only asses are the actual members they're just <laughs> they're, no there's nothing at all at all it's so, it's the opposite it's hairy dudes <laughs> yeah so i mean what i mean to say is that's that's music that's where you're playing guitar slashing it and and killing it and burning it and sing a lie that's that's music that's where you're playing drums bass those notes that's music man mm -hmm. that's like creative that's like putting your putting yourself into the instrument and yeah. getting played over there but i mean with all due respect to all the the uh the trap music and mumble rap i it's far out to my reach and i have no idea how people are listening to this the only thing that i understood in these sort of raps are mostly is the bass Mm -hmm. It's not even the artist even that they're listening to. Okay, somebody's somebody's bluffing, blah 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 blah, and but it's the music is actually making the people move. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's all dance music at the end of the day. I think the definition of dance music has changed, especially because the medium that a lot of the people are consuming stuff on is, is stuff like mobile phones and and Bluetooth speakers. So. They crank up the bass as loud as possible because that's yeah. the, the medium needed. It's, it's completely different, and uh, and I think uh, the, the, especially with like, I don't give me shit if you're on TikTok and you're listening to this, but the TikTok generation can barely listen to a song. I've I spent some time with a with a family member of no, mine that's that's they a little don't. younger, and the the rate of of like skipping songs. It's so high. I'm like, just listen to the end. You yeah. haven't heard any endings of any of the songs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what happened to like just going on a journey with the song? That's um, very unfortunate. Again, that the more technology is is getting invented, the more um, the more AIs are coming. Real people are going to lose on this yeah very soon there will be no singers there will be just some even some robot speaking something and great so-called great techno or house music but that's what they were playing 
Well, yesterday, so, uh, not yesterday, the day before on uh, the episode with uh, Michael Asmar, uh, episode 55, he told me something uh, about uh, digital influencers that I didn't know existed. So people are following graphics, basically. They're not a real person. They're, they're, real they're, person. they're an animation that a company makes. And uh, the company chooses how to like animate them and, and make them say stuff. And, and they have an Instagram page or whatever, a TikTok page, all those things. And oh, people, people follow them. These, these things that are made by companies instead of following like real people. I think it's because we're, <clears throat> we're entering into a technological world where very soon there <clears throat> robots, excuse me, robots will be walking on and we'll be having friends as robots. I mean, look what we're doing actually. We're, we're, we're quarantined. God has actually, in a way, if you ask me, the quarantine is actually a lesson to learn for humanity, to get close to each other, stick together, stay out from the technology. Because where we were going, actually, if we would have gone, if this pause wouldn't have come into the world, there would be less realization of each other. So the more the technology is expanding and it's getting invented, the, the less is becoming we're we're becoming less human yeah. so whether it's music if it's a, a movie uh, a lot of things are even education now is changing rapidly yeah. education scenes are changing rapidly so no classes what about handwriting what about so many things that we used to do so I, I, you know with your voice and my voice we're not going to change the world but i always say we can save the world that's what we can do we cannot change the world you cannot change somebody who's about 70 years or 35 years because everybody has their own uh, freedom of doing whatever. But we can save it in smallest way we can do that. Yeah, with, so we, if we start with just our immediate circles and the people around us and, and the next generation of, of uh, you know, families and friends and stuff, we could slowly uh, make, a, make change in general. I make mean. change. And that's what we, we, we need to bond more. We need to have more circles of friends come together uh probably have a gathering of friends mm -hmm. family and everything that's what we're missing that's what absolutely. we need to do more absolutely i'm gonna jump back into the comments real quick um wajiha sure. has a great comment that uh, that i want to dive into um yeah. uh, but i just want to read uh share azam's comment um they say, yeah, well done, Mudsarman. So many sad and negative uh, biopic documentaries recently, yet the music is timeless and legendary on generation, gener generalization, rather. Generalization. I guess people from the Middle East need to um, to be proud of their heritage, arts, culture, and remove the post-colonial mindset. Absolutely. Very, very so well put. Very well. Um, very well. But I'm going to go back to... Um, to Ajiha's comment, where she says, uh, she asks, uh, how do you make the separation between Muddasar, your real self, to your persona, Muddasar Jackson? <laughs> this is a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, that's, uh, sometimes I'm all, <laughs> sometimes I'm actually, I'm confused even sometimes, because I've been doing so many, it's like dual personality. Mm -hmm. So off, off the stage, I got to go with makeup and with the whole era and, and singing and dancing and, and forgetting myself and when i'm off the stage take off the makeup be myself take everything off and just gotta be me it's uh both the ways challenging both the way it's uh so you see it's not i'm as as a human being i'm not just doing myself as an artist but i'm representing 
a legend out there, which is for me becomes so sometimes becomes so risky. Sometimes it becomes so challenging that am I doing the right way? Because a lot of people really care about about the person oh, you're yeah. the persona, the the, yeah. the person you're representing. And some people can can like I've I've seen uh I've seen people get very offended if if you say something about Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, they will. They will they will rip you apart if you if you go to US and especially to all the all the African American people, those who are actually godfathers of music and hip hop and all. If you say anything wrong about Michael, they will rip you apart because they know what Michael is. Because Michael stood for them. So that's uh, musically speaking is yeah you can, and also is uh, in terms of humanity you can't because he did so much. So you can't do an injustice to somebody who was a greatest greatest human being a greatest artist and the one who broke the barrier of MTV. So he was the one. So you can't, you can't just go by and like, I'm just going to do Michael Jackson's song as an attribute artist. If you tag yourself name as a tribute artist, you better watch yourself out, boy, there, because people are not going to leave you. They will rip you apart, probably right then and there, or later on, or if you have a social media, they will rip you apart. Simple mm -hmm. as that. And it's got to be like that. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever had a time where you felt like like you stepped in to the persona before or 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 at a time you weren't exactly supposed to? Like did you ever did you ever uh realize oh I'm I'm kind of walking I'm doing the MJ walk now or um, yeah, um many times. You know what I mean? <laughs> did like it... Man, it's like uh many times I just wear white socks and people start to notice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. Many times I go to my, I've been to my office and I was wearing a white socks and everybody noticed. Cause you know, you can see the white socks, somebody walking and it's, it differentiates and my pen is black. So yeah, man, it's, uh, it's always inside me. I'm always, uh, I don't know. I see the world with a different perspective, with a different view. I see it from my view and I see it from Michael Jackson's view. That mm -hmm. helps me a lot. So, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that's awesome. You said uh, at the office, so um, without how to do, you don't have to disclose anything you don't want to. But uh, is yeah. the performance a full time thing or you, is this something you, you would do uh, parallel to something else? And it's totally parallel. It's uh, out of out of love. It's out of passion. It uh, it's out of my art that I discovered. So that's not full time passion. Uh, that's that, that's not full time job. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> that's something else. So yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I I'm very curious how uh, how it all works out. Um, if you don't if you don't want to dive into it, you can you can tell me. But how how were like family and friends reactions? Uh, when when you started to take things a lot more seriously, you know, um, especially when you started uh, adding the singing to it and, and taking things uh, to, a, to a higher level, how was the reaction in the society? Uh, my family had, uh, well, because of, I belong to a country where uh, Michael is not, not being accepted, but he's not understood. So there is a big difference is understanding the art of different categories. However, now the new generation of 2020, they understand what Michael is. But back in back in old days when I started, 
it was not the same case. It was totally different. It was very competitive for me. It was very hard, very challenging, very um, next to impossible. I've faced challenges where I've been asked to sometimes to give up by my fans, by my friends, by my family. I never give up. Mm -hmm. But uh, the challenges has always been there because, you see, if you want to, if you're pursuing something great, it's never going to be easy. Like, for example, um, the best example, classic example, UA pursuing to go to Mars. You think it was easy for them? I'm sure not. So anything to pursue as 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 in forms of greatest, it's always going to be tough. If you want to be the greatest, so I'll, I always say, if you want to shine like the sun, first you got to be, first you have to be burned. You can't shine like a sun if you can, if you're not ready to be burned. Yeah. So I, I face a lot of challenges in terms of looks, in terms of voice, in terms of, sometimes I've been also referred as gay. I'm not. <laughs> This is just, this is just a, a portrayal of a greatest legend ever lived. But deep down inside me is a pure man. You, uh, d when, when all these controversies happen, um, especially more recently with like the documentary that came out, uh, oh God, yeah. leaving, uh, leaving Neverland, um, yeah, do you yeah. find that does that affect the tribute act itself does that do you find people start talking to you about it more often how, how does oh. how does that hit you see i get to taste love and i get to taste hate and pain and everything else and including so it's like a whole package mm -hmm. because i'm presenting the same person it affects me too and it affects everyone who's portraying michael jackson yeah it affected me so bad that I was supposed to do a show in front of Burj Khalifa with Amar. Yeah. Got canceled. Wow. Because of the documentary. Because of the documentary. It got canceled. They, they, they stopped it. They're saying, well, the new thing just came and uh, Michael was a pedophile. The new case started now. I'm in, I'm in close contact with, uh, with Michael Jackson's state authority people in USA and I know them <clears throat> those who performed with Michael Jackson I know them very well we've been speaking online and offline as well mm -hmm. so yes it has impacted not only me it has impacted many other uh, many other artists those who are particular artists around the world it's we we suffered a huge loss of shows um, comments and hatred and everything which was totally a garbage what yeah. was sold is garbage. It's just because it's Michael Jackson. So people want to just put him down. So yeah, we, we, we suffered a huge loss. Yeah, I, I can imagine like, because yeah, like you said, it, it, you're portraying the person that they're talking about. So it must leak into, into your everyday life. Like everyone, oh, I, yes, I, 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 I can imagine even people outside of the performance, just, um, having the inclination to voice their opinion to you when something like that comes out because you know you're you're an expert on all things michael jackson and i i i have an opinion i need to tell i need to tell muddasar does, does that happen yeah. 
Yes, it does. Uh, uh, my closest friend, he told me to <clears throat> uh, go to go with me to the shows because he found that it's insulting. Uh, it's insulting the people are booing you, and people are looking at a very weak, uh, very awkward way, and um, and they they think that you probably are one of the pedophile because you're impersonating the same person. They think I'm impersonating everything that he's doing in his life. No. If if I'm we're if we're if we're doing everything, might as well get the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 start let's start with having the same amount of money and the and the big big castle and then we'll talk yeah. about the rest <laughs> yeah, but, and I'm, i told him like guys i'm just a simple guy uh, i this is just for the moment i don't live his life i live my life and this person has my original life but i'm not living his my life i can't live his life i don't want to live his life because i have my own life when i'm off the stage it's myself it's myself, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, with uh, you, you get everything. Yeah. Uh, I got paid during those days uh, two years ago, especially with all due respect again, <clears throat> Miss Oprah Winfrey, the, the backstab Michael Jackson, who happened to be the best, the best, the most closest loving friend of Michael Jackson, backstabbed him. When you know the guy is dead, when you know he's not there, when you know he can, nobody can speak for him, why would you bring those? Excuse my language, but why would you bring those stupid people? They just made. They just want to make money. Oh, th this is They're unmuted, dude. Life. This mm. is uh, unmuted. You can you can say fuck shit, dick, whatever you want. <laughs> you don't need to say no, excuse I, my I, language, stupid. No, I I respect that, but. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm just kidding. I wish I wanted. <laughs> if I would want to say, I actually want to say to Oprah Winfrey. So f off, you know. She's the liar. She's the worst liar. Martin Bashir, uh, Oprah Winfrey. If you, if you can reach out to her. And I stand like a man on my strength on my stand strong on my words that she's a BS and MF big liar she is. She's a backstabber. She's just a moneymaker. She just wanted to do for a name of fame because she knew that she was drowning down into fame and nobody was listening to craps. So she brought some some of those two stooges and those those two clowns on the on on down on the line and they started talking about craps and bullshit around and making and Manipulating people's mind, someone who's done who's done so much for humanity, who's done so much for children. Tell me one name. Tell me one name. I ask you, if any artist has done something for children, mm -hmm. tell me one name. Princess Diana did. I'm talking about from the music industry. Yeah, I I can't think of anyone right now because here, nothing nothing came close Mars to Michael enjoying, Jackson enjoying his life and partying and uh, DJ Khaled is partying and enjoying his life <clears throat> doing everything Michael Jackson was enjoying his life by giving something to kids which he lost sorry I'm just putting gonna put my charger yeah so he was he gave it back to people and this is what he got in return that was stupid that was crap that was all uh you know, that's why a lot of our, lot of artists like me, we suffered. It's not going to affect my personal life, though. Fair enough. It's not going to affect my personal life. Once the show is done, I'm out of the show. I'm doing my things. But, but does 
that passion, like I could see the passion in, in the way you're talking about it. Uh, th does that make you want to, you know, w do when, when you're performing, do the best you can because you kind of want to, like, do you, do you feel like a sense of responsibility to revive uh, his name and, and, and his, Absolutely. his legacy? Yes, of course. If I'm tagging myself, my name with Jackson, so I'm actually taking a risk. Am I going to do something? Uh, okay, maybe uh, Arabs will understand now if I were to say, if I have tagged my name with Al Maktoum, if you knew me as Medusa Al Maktoum, doesn't make sense. And if I do something wrong, out. So I'm actually ruining, uh, with all respect, let's, let's take some other name, something royal family. If I'm doing something wrong, I'll be ruining the name of the family. Are you are you there? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I'm I'm <clears throat> I'm I'm trying to think of the the process that's going in your head. The the kind of the way you represent uh, the 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 name Jackson, the stage name you gave yourself is is uh, something that that you you kind of cherish almost like a real last name like it's it is your last name and you want to kind of carry that legacy uh on with with Absolutely. that with that much uh, passion and, and weight to with it the passion not only that it's a risk for me because now i am i'm overshadowing my own personality my real name is Mudassar Hassan Muhammad Munir that's my father's name yeah but with so much love and passion i'm taking Jackson along with it just for the stage sake so if i'm not going to do the justice to in terms of singing and portraying, whether performing, speaking, uh, dancing, and and letting people have that experience, I'm never going to be nobody. There will probably in a billion years, there will never be another Michael Jackson for sure. But if somebody can actually do a justice to to his legacy, why not doing it way? Why just making fun out of it? There are so many guys out there just to want to have a name, just to get attention. And sorry to say, there has been cases like that in U.S. actually right now. Apparently, one of my friends, uh, he's, he's actually also doing Michael Jackson impersonation or actually, I won't say tribute, but uh, carrying his legacy. Mm -hmm. So he caught a guy. He was stalking girls. He was seducing girls, having fun with girls. So some of the guys are actually just doing it for the sake of name, fame and attracting people. Whereas me, I'm not doing for name of fame. I just want to let it out from my body. I can feel it. Uh, I've done several shows for free just because I love doing it, just because I want to bring Michael over there. Yeah. Just because I don't want, as to my limits, I don't want people, if I, if, if I possibly can do that, I don't want people to forget his name because that's a great person. That's great. That's a great artist. That's somebody actually invented MTV, for God's sake. MTV named after his, his, his name, the trophy, the MTV Vanguard Michael Jackson trophy. And uh, <clears throat> uh, Missy Eilert, she got a trophy with Michael Jackson's name tagged down there. Mm -hmm. So uh, many artists. Black Eyes, Pete, and many or many other Avila I am. They're a huge fan of Michael Jackson. Yeah, they're all even so, even we were talking about Bruno Mars. I mean, come on. Bruno Mars. That uh, sounds Usher, Chris Brown, Chris Tucker, all these guys are Michael's big artists. And by the way, lately, when I sang We Are the World when uh, during the quarantine time, 
and I tagged many people and I tagged uh, one of the greatest producers of Michael Jackson called Quincy Jones. Mm -hmm. So Quincy Jones replied to me and he said, uh, my brother, you're doing a great job and keep on doing like that. Be, uh, blessings be with you. And I'm, I'm so happy that somebody in Arab country is doing a just of a job to the great king of pop, Michael Jackson. Holy shit. Quincy Jones? Yeah, yeah. Quincy Jones, yes. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. I, that's one of the examples out of many examples that I came in contact with uh, and compliments. So, I mean, I'm the only artist who has... The only artist in the world has MTV actual trophy gaming back in 1999, announcing me as the world's best Michael Jackson tribute artist. That was back in 1999 since then. Wow. Uh, but I don't take a pride out of that. That's done, finished. Uh, you know, okay, the trophy is there. But my biggest trophy is actually make people happy when they come, when they spend time, when they spend money, even if it's one fills, one dirham, or if it's one dollar or, or single penny. I wanted to make it a full use saying, God, we saw Michael. Yeah. And that's the pride for me. And that's the trophy for me. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's a whole different perspective, I think, which is Absolutely. which is super, super cool. I'm going to jump into the comments again. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll see that. Uh, Sahad is asking, did you ever get to meet the legend? Oh, boy. Yes, I did. You did? Yes, I did. That's amazing. I want to hear that story. <laughs> Oh boy, 2013. I was—I uh, can tell you my work. By that, by that time, I was working at the air traffic control at Dubai Airport. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting in the control tower at that time. And uh, we had uh, in the control tower, you get to have all the information, especially the charter services, the charter aircraft, whoever is coming in the aircraft. So we have all the details. 2013, and uh, I can still remember if it's not wrong, is January 8 or probably April 8. I uh, can't recall the actual date and month. But Michael came to meet his one of the uh, UA-based friend called Mohammed bin Salim. Mm -hmm. Do you know him, Mohammed bin Salim? I, I don't know who that is, no. Mohammed bin Salim is the world's fastest rally driver okay. from UA. He's a local guy. Awesome. Amazing, wonderful man. So he yeah. came to meet Mohammed bin Salim at that time. Mm -hmm. So I was sitting in the control tower and my controller, uh, the, the, my colleague actually said, holy crap, guess who's coming? I'm like, who's coming? It's Michael Jackson. I'm like, no way. Are you, are you sure? Um, he said, yeah, his name is Doug. I'm like, Doug, are you sure? He's like, yeah, it's Michael Jackson coming. This was in 2003? So, 2003, yeah, yeah, sorry, 2003. Yeah, yeah. At that time, if you remember, if you recall, we had a phones, but we we hardly had some cameras at that time yeah on the phones i had nokia at that time <laughs> the old school nokia so it didn't have a camera in that um um so i just wanted to jump into how i met told my supervisor i said i just gotta go he's coming he's landing at one o'clock ua time 1 p.m ua time so i gotta go there and he was coming to terminal two where we had a uh, place for such people called VIP lounge or Al Majlis. Yeah. So it was coming to Majlis. So I went home, changed, came back with a jacket, glasses on. Uh, I had my pass on my uh, because I was working at the air traffic control. So my pass would give me the access to go anywhere at any time. So I went to the Majlis and I said, this is Medusa. I just want to meet Michael and he, the guy looked at the security guys. Oh, wow, you look uh, like him. I can speak Arabic, so I understood. So he said, Thank you. 
uh, then I went inside. I showed my pass. He said, "He said, Yaki, you cannot take your uh, mobile. Sorry for security reasons, but yeah, you can go inside." Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, no problem." As I walk inside, the man is standing there, green shirt, white pant, black. Uh, sorry, black pant, black hat, glasses, and really lady man, skinny man, standing there talking to 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 the security guys. And the moment I saw him, <laughs> I didn't faint, but I, I'm I'm getting the same feelings right now. I'm like, God, I can't believe it. I mean, that's the best thing I can get out of my job. I get to see Michael in 2003. So I met him. He was standing there. We shake hand together. I said, I love you, and he said, I love you too. I said, Well,、uh, I can't believe. So on, we spoke and spoke. Uh, I spoke to him for ten minutes, almost, and then he had to go. His car came, his limousine came, and then, and then he said to me, "You know, he asked me a weird question.、Mm-hmm. He said, 'Do people love me in Dubai?'" And I looked at him. I said, "Michael, the whole world loves you, man." I love that is、so、a weird、much. question. Yeah, because he was always like, "Do really people love me? Do they? Do they understand me? Do they know me?" You know, he was like being called as a king of pop, but he was always frightened、mm-hmm. because of his looks. Because of people thought he's weird and you know jacko wacko and all that. But he was the most humble being, man. He was the most humble being. I, I when I hugged him, I felt like I'm hugging a kid. His 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 smell was amazing.、Uh, I can go on. I can action actually. Was was he was he as、um, as soft spoken as and as reserved as、uh, as they make him out to be? Like I see a couple of interviews here and there, like he's super reserved, right? You have to be reserved. You you every word is watched. You paparazzi is just taking the chance to make out anything and everything you spoke and he spoke and said. So he had to be reserved, and and naturally he was polite. He was gentle and was polite. He was, he was a true artist. He was, he was down to earth. He didn't leave his ground, and yeah, he was, he was like that. That that is that is a crazy story. <laughs> that is really <laughs> cool, and I I wish there was cameras back then. I wish I saw an image of you、uh, in in the full the full、uh, outfit and Michael Jackson standing right in front of you. That would have been a crazy I, I, photo. <laughs> I asked the security, "Do we have a footage of this?" He said, "Why you ask?" I said, "Can I have the footage?" He said, "No, it's for security reasons. We can't give you the footage of airport."、He、yeah, said, you can't. We can't. So,、um, uh, so the only thing I have is is、um, it's just my true words. I'm telling you from my heart. I'm telling you, I can swear on anyone that I actually literally met this guy in 2003. And he has at the same day, the next day, he actually went to Burj Al Arab、mm-hmm. with Mohammed bin Salim. So that's an, another biggest proof that he was there in 2003 when he came. So because I was there at the control tower at the airport, so I had all the information, access to the flights, whoever's even pilots and cabin crews and everyone, where is they're going, what the fuel, what the height and level and everything.、Mm-hmm. So I took. I took this—I won't say advantage—but I took this honor of my job to go and meet the guy, and I met him, and I shake this hand with him like this, and 
<laughs> yeah, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. That's a that's that's a great story because there's not a lot of people that get to see him. And also, you got to meet him and talk to him, uh, but not necessarily yeah. see him at concert, which is yes. like a whole different dynamic, I think. It's a different dynamic. He was, uh, he was, he he was really, really, really a wonderful artist, wonderful human being. Man, I can't believe that. Can he be that good after being king of pop, the greatest entertainer ever lived, and yet being humble? How is it possible? Yeah, I I, I can't digest that. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got a, a crazy. Um, history crazy the, the the story the whole story like of of michael jackson everything has been through everything that's that's been happening is it's such a it's a not only him, roller coaster uh, not only him i would say walt disney was kicked out from the press uh one of the advertising agencies telling him saying him you don't have talent of drawing look where walt disney is yeah uh um mark zuckerberg the Facebook guy. What happened to him? And many so on. Yeah. Elon Musk. And I can give you examples of pioneers. So you see, when you're when you're on the stage, when you're about to depart towards the legacy and towards shining as a star on the galaxy, you will face a lot of craps. You will face a lot of people trying to pull you because they're already down there. That's why they're trying to pull you down. Yeah. And that's a very that's a very normal process. That's a very normal common fact that people will go against you. They will pick on small, dirty details that don't even exist there. Yeah, it doesn't even exist. It's just in in the air. I mean, I was being uh, told as womanizer, a pedophile, or God knows what. And and I was I, I always laugh and I always smile. I'm like, come on, guys, I'm just a normal guy. You want to see me normal? See me normal. Yeah, this is just to as a shadow at the time only for those moments when i'm performing just to give you the experience of michael but yeah 100%. it's a crazy world out there man it is i'm gonna jump into the comments again um kareem yeah, is yeah, in the house good. what is up kareem he says michael jackson had a prophecy of the environment about epidemic awareness about uh, equality issues 2020 is a year where his music is strongly meaningful I uh, i 100 agree and i think Absolutely. it's um it's very strange uh listening to music that like is all about unity and stuff uh in this in this era because it, you, you see the footage and you're like what happened to us man exactly. um khalid tamimi says uh, the same pieces of the same pieces of shit who accused him recently are the ones who provided uh, proved his innocence back in his trial they were grown-ass men who could have put him away for life then and there a pure greed and money a hungry bastard spitting on the name and the memory of a person who gave them their 15 minutes of fame as well as financially help them in all aspects exactly look at what they're doing now come on this guy he saved your life and you were dying help him help them through their childhood to to medications give them money give them time and give them love and look at this bastard what they're doing and the worst thing is i I'm still want to say i'm so frustrating i'm so frustrated in this stupid idiot oprah winfrey yeah that big devil she sold her soul to devil she, look at the interview michael did in 1995 and she was so in and that was the first interview by the way for oprah winfrey yeah she never had a live interview in her ever in her life and michael said don't worry i'm gonna help you 
and he helped her and look what she's doing today this is all just because a guy is dead and he can't speak he can't so you can speak anything have you forgotten that god is there have you forgotten the angels are there have you forgotten there's a big god almighty is going to take you down any time yeah wake up yeah it gets so, it, i think i it, like in general media and and all that stuff have i I've seen a lot of documentaries. I've seen a lot of interviews. I've seen a lot of that stuff. But uh, that last one, um, the Leaving Neverland, and all of the stuff that happened after that is just, yeah, is just, uh, is just insane. Uh, to, talking about someone who's who's no, no longer around. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's one of those things that, uh, like you said, there is no defending yourself. But there's God. God yeah. exists. I'm a very spiritual man. I believe in God. I believe in very thing that karma does exist and it, it will eventually one day it will catch you yeah. even if you're partying somewhere you're having fun you think you damage somebody's life you damage someone's heart you you betray someone you think you're going to be escaped no you're not going to be escaped you either pay here on 100 or you pay after after life so don't forget if you hurt someone on the basis of race nationality religion color caste creed Man, God is watching. 100%. And when he takes it, that's the ultimate one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Khal Tamimi in the yeah. comments says, I was going to see him uh, in London. Oh, wow. Was this the uh, This Is It tour? Um, yeah, that was the This Is It tour, yeah. Uh, what you have saying? Uh, we need Mudassar to sing some MJ tunes for us, please, before the podcast ends. I, I knew think, it. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna get some. I think we're gonna get a little bit of a, a taste of it. Um, but I want to ask you something that's a that's a little bit. Um, we're already on the emotional side of of things. We're already deep into it. But uh, how was it for you uh, when when they you know announced uh, his passing? What was? What, oh, please don't ask this. No, man. What was it I like? Yeah, it was. No. <laughs> because uh, you're you're very passionate about it and, and not just as a as a performer but as as a fan as as a as a person that's been following following michael jackson for a long time because i it fucked me up like it it completely i was uh I, and yeah you know i remember where where we were watching the funeral stuff like that and it uh, it was a heavy hit for me i can't even imagine uh what it was like for you what, what was uh what was that like um, it was for me I think um, I I felt I would pass out probably in coma I locked myself I I I, I still can't believe it I, I feel that he lives through me I I probably say that I can feel that he lives through me mm -hmm. but um, every year Every year when it's uh, 25th June, that's the that's the day when he passed yeah. passed away. I don't talk to anyone. I don't speak to anyone. I'm I'm passionately driven for this guy. Um, there are three people that in my life that when the day comes, I'm I'm completely silent, muted, completely. Uh, the day when my father and mother and Michael Jackson passed away, mm -hmm. I. I, I marked those days as the worst days of the history of my life. The day when he passed away, I it's still I, I don't know how to describe it. It's a it's a 
it's unbelievable and it's uh indescribable for me still till today and i don't think so i'll be able to describe it in later on in any day time or any time in future as well cuz it's something terrible uh every time i sing him sometime i feel that i sang his note mm-hmm. i delete that i i i delete that note because it, it it bounced back on me it's like are you living in me this is like a this is a hurtful pain for me i so the person that i love the most lives inside me and is not there actually how unexplainable that pain would be yeah uh so as to answer your question no <clears throat> i i still feel that day those days are locked and paused in my life and i can't get over it people yeah. say get over is it passed away sure oh yeah but because you don't do that i go through that i do that every 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 now and then mm-hmm. so that day is marked as the probably a hiroshima on me yeah oh, but that will that explain a nuclear on me yeah yeah a, a, a heavy heavy day absolutely i mean um i didn't cry by the way for a week for we for a week i didn't cry it was it I was a shock cuz he was just about uh, to do the tour yeah. i i couldn't cry I met the guy and then he passed away. Okay, everybody couldn't enough says I got the mod. Sah. But everybody has to die sure. Yep, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But uh there's a speech a day before and you're rehearsing. And you die? What was um going going to that speech? Uh you read all the conspiracy theories about like you know, the the record label was after him. Um, Sony Sony was after him and he was trying to do something he said they a lot in that speech they're like people said that they were after him uh, some people have a conspiracy theory that uh, he was purposefully uh, drugged and overdosed and all that yes. all those yes, conspiracy yes. theories and stuff uh, is is that something that uh, that resonates with you? Do you did you get into yes, that it, stuff or just li- leave it be uh, it does resonate with me absolutely it totally makes sense because he started to speak about illuminati he started to speak about the the freemasons the undercover society he started to speak he started to speak the truth he, he wanted to event rebellion he couldn't take it anymore because <clears throat> his album uh called uh, what's the album invincible mm-hmm. the last album he did Uh, there are hidden words in the album where he was actually talking uh, so one of the song called uh, morphine mm-hmm. so he spoke very clearly that they were giving him morphine they were giving him medicines uh, nobody was around him they were <clears throat> taking him for granted and he was being washed everywhere he was being uh, stalked everywhere his phone calls were uh recorded his everything was just watched because they were just after him to bring him down because when he went against sony so that's where it started mm-hmm. it's like sony um, i'm i'm sony said that uh tommy matola the owner of the sony he clearly said michael jackson clearly said tommy matola is the devil tommy matola by, by the way was uh was or is probably i'm not so sure i think it was 
the husband of um, Mariah Carey. Okay. He was the husband of Mariah Carey. And he used to beat Mariah Carey a lot. So, he's, and Mariah Carey and Michael Jackson were really, really good fans. Obviously, both were into music industry. They were doing great things and great work and creating history. So, when he started, when he, when he found that this is what's happening and, and Tom, Tommy Mottola was actually, his album Dangerous, is uh, the cover of the album Dangerous was not designed asking Michael Jackson. It was designed just by some other people, which, which is very uh, psychedelic, which is very demonic. Yeah, you will see the signs over there. When he, Michael, when Michael saw that, he said, "Like I didn't like it. Who did I? It's already out. It's already printed. People know, blah blah blah." But it was done. It's too late. Then he started to understand. He started doing. You know, that's why Invincible, the cover of Invincible, Michael Jackson close up, has a lot of meaning because he wants people to come close and listen to him. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, you see, the bigger you become, the larger of life you become. You will have a you will have a lot of people against you. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the that's the law of entertainment business. And it true. doesn't get bigger than Michael Jackson. That's for sure. It doesn't bigger than Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That 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 is crazy. I um I I haven't. I've been as a fan. I've been trying to like stay clear from from the major conspiracy theories that are out there and all that stuff. But you can't help yourself. You got you there. There are certain things that you watch and and hear, and you're like, damn man, like. Is that is that his he's literally saying you know they're trying to stop me or whatever yeah. it was in in the speech and you you look back <laughs> at these things and you're like man you can't help but but put it all together yeah absolutely and especially in one of the some of the songs he he, he mentioned very clearly he mentioned really really clearly that this is what's happening and that was not only him speaking for himself mm -hmm. He was not speaking for himself only. He was speaking about on, on a larger than life. He was like, what's going around under? How it's happening? Who's controlling? What's happening? The money, the name, the fame. Uh, what's driving people mad and crazy? The media. He was talking about everything. That's yeah. why people are like, oh, God, he's talking too much. Let's let's take him down. Yeah. So, yeah. so you see, it's, it's already there as a prophecy as well. The moment you start to speak the truth, the world will go against you period yeah yeah 100 percent. i 100 percent agree and i think it's such a such an interesting um such an interesting topic the, the his entire life is is an interesting topic like it from is. from from uh you know what what was happening with his dad when they were the jackson five and and the kind of bullying that he got and you know being forced to do certain things that he didn't want to do uh all the way to to uh you know going solo and and being super like focused on exactly what he wants and he wants it this way because he spent his life doing what other people wanted and the the upbringing oh it's it's such a it's such a life like when you look back at it like that that man uh had a had a that's a journey <laughs> he's had a, a journey, journey. uh he lived for 45 years uh, sorry 50 years mm -hmm. out of 50 years 45 years of his life he gave to music yeah ah uh, there's your answer hundred percent hundred percent like a, a kid who's at the age of five goes and perform in front of hundreds of people thousands of people man you're automatically strange yeah. come on you become different you're no more you don't in my views he was too alien for human being and he was too human being for aliens yeah period. yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. That uh, that sums it up perfectly. Um, I want to end. I want to end uh, uh, on an uptick. I have two more questions. I'd love to ask sure. you. Um, yeah, yeah, sure, please. Uh, first of all, is uh, is how has it been uh, performing? Like how what you told me about the the lady that came up to you and, and was crying about uh, you know you gave her the the experience of of Michael Jackson. How has has the responses uh, changed you as a person? Uh, have have there been other things where it's like super positive uh, to a point where it motivated you to just keep going yeah uh there has been a lot um <clears throat> there has been a lot of incidents like that um where people from across the world they they get in touch with me they they you know they, now i came to a to a position where i can guide people in the right direction before I was learning, I'm still learning. I will always be learning. But now I came, I think I came to a point where I can guide people in in terms of performance, in terms of music, in terms of, uh, of justifying and doing the justice to your art. Don't just play around. Mm -hmm. So this is where I came to a conclusion. So there has been a lot of positive um, in outputs from different nationalities, from different people around the world. The best gift, uh, beside many other gifts that is given me, is to interact with people of different nationalities, different religions, caste, yeah. color. And we share so many beautiful ideas, so many beautiful ways. I've got in contact with real artists as well. I'm in contact with Janet Jackson. I'm in contact with, uh, with his uh, choreographer from the album Off the Thriller, his name is Travis Payne, so it gave me the opportunity. And the, these these people, when they they when they say, "Wow, good job," man, that's for me. It's like uh, I'm speechless to say anything. Yeah, so, you, you put all the right, uh, all the all everything you got into this. So I've I've put in anything and everything. It's like yeah. for me, it's like when I come into as Michael Jackson as a tribute artist. So that's me giving everything the best way I can in terms of uh, as an art, as in technically, speak, technically speaking, humanity-wise speaking, ex experiences, the journey, uh, advises, and what what we sh the do's and don'ts, the pros and cons. So there's so much to learn from many other people. There's so much to learn from it. For, I learned typically from a child who's five years old to a guy who's 85 years old because life is a continuously it's like a it's like an education 100 you always learn absolutely something. agree with that so yeah there's been really really phenomenal and and amazing top of the line output for me now because people start to understand that what i do is serious i don't joke around i don't do it just to interact females or 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 the general public or for the name and fame, it's something very serious. I'm a professional. Um, I don't waste people time and expect the same. So over the period of time yet, so that's where I've gained all, as yeah. so to speak. Very well, Putman. <clears throat> um, so we, I'm going back to um, to uh, Wajiha's comment. Oh, we need uh, we need Motosar to sing some MJ. And. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what what uh, what what do you wanna what do you wanna what do you wanna give the the tribe here? Uh, oh boy, I I, I want to go on a 
sort of a slow BDM, uh, BD, sorry, uh, beats per minute, that is mm -hmm. BMP. So, um, I don't know, um, Human Nature? Human Nature, ladies and gentlemen, by Motosa Jackson. Go for it, bro. Can I play the track back? I can play the track or you want to do a cappella? Uh, is it yeah yeah you can play it you can play the music um okay. I, I don't think we, we can get copyright uh strike just the music let's hope so let's hope it doesn't yeah. well okay uh forgive me if i if i chalk at anywhere if my uh, notes go up and down because i i generally didn't practice for vocals otherwise i would practice at least two days three days before but I was ready just for the interview so i i want to apologize in the very beginning don't apologize <clears throat> just do your thing brother <laughs> um okay there we go can you hear the music looking out across the mountain the city heart begins to be reaching out. I touch her shoulder. I'm dreaming of the street. Reaching out, touch a stranger. Electric eyes everywhere. See that girl. She knows I'm watching. She likes the way I stand. If they say why, why? Tell them that it's in the nature. Why? Does it be that way? If they say why, why? Tell them that it's in the nature. Why? Me that <laughs> oh, that was okay. That was absolutely awesome, dude. Holy crap. <laughs> that was really, really cool. Thank you. <laughs> what do you, uh, what, what does everyone think? I have, um, and also let me know in the comments if, if you guys have seen uh, said before. Uh, it, I'd love, uh, I'd love to know who has and who hasn't. And, um, for those that do want to uh, check everything out, uh, his, um, Instagram handle is right under his window. You can see it right there. Uh, make sure you give him a follow on Instagram, and uh, they'll uh, they'll you'll update them when the live shows are starting up again, right? Uh, on yeah. over on Instagram. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I I want to do like a two lines of Billy Jean since everybody loves Billy Jean's. So yeah, go for it. One. Do it. So it's acoustic. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Yeah. 
she told me, honey, to Billy Jean, and she got to sing that, the heavy head, I can be the feel the one, That actually answers uh, Khaled Tamimi's uh, his comment. He said, "You need to, you need to give us a hee hee once for the tribe." <laughs> that, there was your there was your hee hee. Wajiha saying that was beautiful. Sahar saying, "Wow, go MJ." Uh, Khaled Tamim saying, "There it is." Uh, Wajiha sending some love and some clap hands emojis. Uh, thank you guys um, so much, um, man. Thank you so much for the conversation. I had a blast. Uh, it was very very cool getting uh, getting to know you and getting to have this conversation with you. Thank you very much. I, uh, I'm really pleased and I'm really uh, happy to be here with you and uh, presenting this great moment and uh, talking to you was really, really amazing. Wonderful question. I really uh, appreciate that. Really wonderful question. Thank you very much. And uh, you're doing an awesome work, man. You're doing a kick-ass work. Thank I you so much, say. my dude. Thank you so much. And uh, for those for those people on the tribe, like I said, uh, make sure you follow uh, Motasad on, uh, on Instagram. Um, and uh, yeah, stick around if you can or, in, uh, or are able. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Uh, <laughs> join join the Patreon. Uh, Patreon. There's a bunch of different tiers. You can you can subscribe and get a bunch of different content behind the scenes, some some vlogs and a couple of other things, and uh, support the show. Uh, and also for the month of August, uh, all the sponsors and all the patrons, uh, just because we want to give back, is going to uh, the Lebanese Red Cross to help out with the Beirut blast. And uh, and show uh, show our, our brothers and sisters in Lebanon, Beirut, uh, some love. So um, if you do have a company or anything you want to sponsor, sponsor the show, and you'll do some good at the same time. You'll get the advertising space. We'll do a little intro for you and all that stuff, and uh, and the money will go to uh, to the Lebanese Red Cross. I haven't said awesome. that. Thank you guys so much for for sticking around to episode fifty six. Whether you're tuning in live, watching it the the replay, or listening to this. Uh, uh, on on the audio, Madasar, um, can you do us the honors and say hit the outro? Man, hit the outro. 